0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Splash Panel. The we're not dead. We're not dead. The the, the, po- the podcast from two white guys who thought you'd like to hear about comics. We love it. We're just <laughs>
1: two white guys who are somewhat... Well, I'm single, uh, kind of. <laughs> Alex is definitely not. No, um, definitely So we don't fit the entire stereotype of the Two White Guys podcast. We're, break- <laughs> we're breaking the mould for our people, right?
0: Represent- um, yeah, we, we saw an article online that kind of hit a little close to home, a satirical yeah. article about... Two white guys starting up a movie well, podcast. Not, what
1: I always say and on this podcast, like, as I've said many times, is this is the only podcast where you can listen to two straight white males <laughs> talk about comics. <laughs> the thing that it's got the me only me. one on the internet, Alex.
0: The thing that got me about it in the satirical article was that the guys are saying, "Wow, we have such good banter. We should definitely record it." And then sometimes it takes us thirty minutes to get to the to the topic at hand. And I was like, "Wow, that really does hit a little close to I, home." I
1: actually feel like we need more banter because more, I want to put more of our personal lives into this podcast. <laughs> Try and build us up as characters because oh Alex gosh. is like, no, John, we're focusing on the comics. I know it's all about the com- well. Theoretically,
0: that's why people listen. No, to this, people right?
1: listen because they love us because it's like that. The famous historian Alex Holmes <laughs> <laughs> and his podcast, said, where, yeah. he, where he talks about Hamilton. oh uh, ding <laughs> Ding, yeah. <laughs> ding! That's our that's our one. So we're definitely we 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 obviously have brain damage and we're just stuck on the same three topics of conversation. I so I really question anyone that's listening to this podcast. I, I feel I feel like if we had um, I mean, bless you, Australian audience, but. I
0: feel like in the US it certainly would be a bit um it's easier to build that kind of audience because there's so many local connections that you can build yeah. on. like even if you live in like X reasonably major city you can go to the con the con that will happen there That's true, yeah. and there'll be all the people whereas Canberra has like you know bless it GammaCon, which is growing and doing well but even then like the biggest Australian con
1: is probably like a like a medium sized US con That's I may as well main. announce that my I will be doing a show at GammaCon. oh really so, yeah yeah because I, I do a parody Nerd show called the Wharf Review, where That's I dress up as a Klingon. You might
0: want to explain that pun, John, because it's a very
1: theatery pun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> there's there's a famous for Canberra politics sketch show called the Wharf Review. Is in a pier, the Wharf Review, and it's do with the location of the place where they like it's in mm. Sydney or Melbourne or something. They make fun of politics. So I was like, hey, I'll call mine. The Worf Review, <laughs> and I'll dress up as the Klingon Worf, and then I basically critique every sketch in terms of its adherence to Klingon culture, like when we did the Doctor Who one, I was up there like, why did the silly man, why did the assistant not kill him and take his magical toys? the green way um, so it's incredibly goofy but we're doing that in May and by the time this podcast actually gets online it'll probably be <laughs> May 2020 um, but yeah so we're, we're actually doing it at GammaCon but it hasn't been announced yet because I just want to people to buy tickets to the show we're currently <laughs> doing so please ignore this no no but or, it's like or, this or is like the Omnibros group so it's like oh yeah that's cool. right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they're, our, they're our primary audience if you feel like catching hey, Omni- a plane to Australia to see our yeah. CanberraCon, there'll be a show there for you there'll be an amazing show that is fantastic <laughs> if you just happen to be in Canberra, which is exactly like you've seen on The Simpsons, exactly, it's exactly the Prime Minister's just floating, you know, having a hot dog on his belly in a rubber dinghy, and you know you can just walk, you can ride a sheep to work. It's great. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like living in Australia. <laughs> that's throwing sticks sort of stick us. It's like we're joking, nuts. but also we're
0: not joking. Like- yeah, it's
1: like it's we're mini- we're hitting kind of a thing that is kind of Canberra. Yeah,
0: well, especially like with stuff like local comic book stores, where it's like. People just um like you talk to some of the US people and they're like, Oh yeah, just flip down to like, you know, I was in like X County, you know, Virginia, and I just walked into their local comic book store and got I, this thing, um, and it's like in Canberra, also oh, in Australia, it's like you have comic book stores in the major
1: cities yeah. and that's it. We have two. We had a third one I loved, but it closed down Is that a long House time of Heroes? Ago. It was the one that was near Woden. Yeah, House of Heroes it was really good. They had like a Street it. Fighter game, it was a nice guy, they got screwed on the rent by the landlord really? and they had to shut down They, I think he was moving to a mail order Maybe. business, but yeah. I don't know what happened I think it's just like people when they give up in Canberra they rejoin the public service <laughs> you
0: know, actually it's like, okay,
1: okay, you know, just give off that part of this yeah one of the one yeah. of the best articles I ever yeah. read in
0: Canberra was like Cam- living in Canberra is like being in Hogwarts like you get sorted into a public service department so yeah, it's it is, like you've into yeah. to forestry or you get to
1: fisheries. I was I was chatting with a friend of mine who works for the private sector and we were trying to sort of work out what the equivalencies between their ranks and like public service oh, were. and she was horrified at how little public servants comparatively get paid oh
0: well I don't know that's well a, no that's hard we get we get some qu- very, very, very reasonable entitlements, I think, but it depends. That's
1: that's true. Depends Public servants get the risk is just causing all the controversy and starting fires. <laughs> I had a really, really pleasant trip to one of our local comic shops recently. Oh my god! I went to Dee's, and it's actually mm. because um, Dee's is a family-run one here, and I love it because Dee does. Dee D, D <laughs> D does not actually read comics, so I always feel really? like yeah, yeah, at all. And it's like it's like that's what? great because she's like a coke dealer that doesn't dip into her own Why? supply. Because I've been there on Free Comic Book Day, and
0: she was wearing like a Starfleet uniform and. So I just kind of assumed that like general sphere of nerdery that like she must at some point not some all. comics
1: is that she just got into this is th- where she works and it's like you have to know your business but, holy shit yeah yeah it's like it's like it's like a, it's like a um, some Jehovah's weird. Witness running a bar um, not <laughs> yeah 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 Here no that's go. a very ethnology. yeah oh so it's like yeah we had a really great time because it was just like they have they basically they actually have the comics on the shelves and it was reasonably priced so we went in and we bought comics yeah. and we made a day of it oh, and it was lovely. like and then we, then we stopped for ice cream they've
0: also really tied it up their story
1: not that it they was not that it was
0: messy before, but it used yeah. to be a bit more like, um... I've I like kind yeah. of one of those older stores you walk yeah, into and you've yeah. got the feeling that some of the books have been there yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Was, I think they've gone to a big effort to kind of uh, spruce yeah. it up and I it think feels they very welcoming. You can there. get away
1: with it because they're in a part of Canberra where the rent's probably not quite as horrifying as it is in the city.
0: No, it took me ages to find them the first time because even yeah, though they have yeah. a big sign, it's still su- it's on the side of a building that if yeah. you unless you're really looking for it, you may not see it very well. Yeah, we just had a really lovely local commercial yeah. experience. No, I think I think I think they're definitely um they're really they're really lovely and it certainly it feels good to be, like, giving back to, you know, like, yeah. family-owned uh, kind, of, kind of stuff like I'm that. in the
1: process of trying to close my standing order of another company shop. I'm fa- failing miserably. I know. Because it's like, I've, I've cut back to a few titles. I've tried to grandfather it so those titles I know will be can- canc- cancelled oh, right. in my box until hopefully they'll just be like, oh, no, those titles no longer exist. There's X-Men title in any- it. Well, you got you, we got it's you like, to the next X-Men It's one. so hard because it, it's like it's motivated, I think, the high cost of single issues is definitely oh, it's factor. crazy. Because it has become sort of in in australia Mm. where it's just more expensive it's hilarious and it's like i've been the single issue dude because it's like how am i going to supply alex with his latest tom king you know i'm buying (laughs) comics for two um but at the same time it just has i just wanted to cut back and make it a sometimes treat Um, yeah that's why it's like it's been really hard for me to close my box after like seven or eight years because it's just like i don't want to have that conversation like it's not it's 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 not you yeah it's just that i can't do this anymore (laughs) Look no, I, look I, I
0: I I agree completely, and it's it's tough, and it's like oh, especially you know in today's you know housing market where you we're not all guaranteed giant mansions, and even those of us like myself who are lucky enough to be able yeah. to purchase a house, like it's not yeah. a big it's not a big house yeah. relative to you know how the inverted commas Australian dream used to speak them, and yeah. so collecting single issues which you will then want to collect. In yeah. trade format or omnibus format, yeah. you're, you are you're, you're double dipping in price and you're double dipping in uh, space.
1: Because Alex is, of course, um, building a house right now. Yes, and well, you not see personally. I've, <laughs> he is. It's like i it's, built a house <laughs> out of my omnibus. Essentially, picture <laughs> Superman <laughs> and Kingdom Come, and that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> He's just building his new fortress of solitude. <laughs> yes. I, um, I of course I really really like crushed avocado, so <laughs> I resigned to the fact that all that sort of fatty avocado goodness yeah. <laughs> is the reason I'll never be able to afford a house. I know
0: it's all those single issues and avocados. Just stayed home oh, it's like, it's, that's,
1: that's the so I'm just reading the latest issue of Batman while eating an <laughs> avocado. That's um. That's where I spend my money. Not all <laughs> the future. Oh my god. But yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy. And I mean, like,
0: I think I'd like to. This suppose to- our
1: American listeners probably have no idea what that avocado uh, thing was it, about. It was in reference
0: to like, I can't remember whom, but it was yeah. it was a, a politician. Saying basically the reason young people don't afford housing uh, deposits is because they spend too much money on smashed avocados. But we
1: do! He was speaking the truth, Alex! <laughs> so you do spend too much on avocados. I guess ideally
0: you want a housing market where you can have both smashed I buy avocados, avocados I don't actually need. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I think it's, you know, it's it's hard in Australia to kind of and get, get that kind of community. Uh, and it, it it's really a shame because comic book stores are the best ambassadors for comic books because yeah. you can go in and you can sell the stuff. And ideally, you know, that's where you say, oh, look, there's this new book out. I didn't know that was out. You know, whereas if I look on Book Depository, like, it's only going to tell me what I search for. So yeah. I really have to be really clued on. That's part of the reason why I really like, you know, the, the, Om- the Omnibus Group is because I've essentially got people doing that research for me saying, hey, um, you know, Tom King wrote Batman. Like Like, theoretically, you know, if yeah. I didn't know about a mega man, they'd be like, "Oh, do you like Batman? Have you read his other books?" And I'd be like, "Oh shit, no! What? What? You know?" So that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, um, the new. Uh, what I'm excited to pick up next is the new uh, the X Men Legacy Omnibus, yeah, which is okay. the the 24 issue Legion, right? Yeah. One, yeah. Um, which I hadn't yeah. really put much stock in because I n- never really liked Legion as a character, and I haven't read anything by Cy yeah, Asperia. Uh, but um, Matthew, uh, shout out to Matthew. He's one of the mods on the Omnibus group. He like he has. We have very similar taste in things. He's the mm. guy who got me onto a Mega Man, and he's like, this is one of the best mm. X-Men runs I've ever read, and yeah. it's essentially yeah. the X-Men deal with mental illness and acceptance of mental illness. Yeah, and so like, that's amazing. That sounds great. So, it actually it, sounds really cool. Yeah, so I'm like, that's really good, but it's yeah. unfortunate that, like, you can't do that in comic book stores so much now, because if you went yeah. into one of our local ones and were like, oh, I'll just pick up this omnibus, it would be like, oh, and that's well, $200. That's, <laughs> that's, kind of, <laughs> that's the thing I kind
1: of liked about these. It's still not cheap to buy single issues, but there was stuff on the shelf, so I could mm. literally buy that issue of Voss by Mist, because it somehow didn't end up in my standing order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I could I could actually because it's yeah. like I wanted to try the new Spider Woman and yeah. it was actually it lived up to the hype it was actually just a really good title
0: I've heard I've heard good things yeah. about that as well I think the only other story the only other story in Australia I really really want to visit because I've yeah. seen uh, All Star Comics in Melbourne yeah, which yeah. are really lovely as yeah. well definitely one of those kind of like excellent brand ambassadors uh, is our uh, Comics Etc in Brisbane Comics Etc, oh, Etc yeah, I Brisbane. used to shop
1: there I lived in Brisbane oh yeah of course um, yeah no they're amazing their online prices are like. Oh yeah, they're incredible! Fantastic. It's like particularly living in Canberra where you pay the Canberra tax on everything. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, comics are just cheaper in Brisbane. I used to have a box at a store called the Daily Planet, but comics etc. has been around for a very long time. Mm. I used to remember when like every every physical retailer they start divesting of their massive back issue collection (laughs) because people just don't have those in comic shops anymore. No, they've only got a very limited selection. As they used to have a glorious selection. Wow, and that was great as a kid because you could look. They had like Ditko Spider Man. They had pretty much everything in their back issues. That's unreal. And then people bought it and then they were having these insane sales where it was like everything was Whoa. was like nothing. I can't even remember. I think it may have been a dollar. They just divested over the years. So wow. I missed some of their really crazy sales, yeah. sales in Canberra.
0: That's unreal. And I think it's really hard to kind of yeah. work well, because I, I used to love and I think everyone one of the kicks of comic collecting comics is is, putting together a collection right and when it's tough you're like oh yeah you know like i'm very proud of what i've basically put together as my greg rucker question (laughs) uh uh sorry greg rucker the question um run because even though he didn't actually do a run on it um in terms of you know it's collected volumes one through five he's continued uh renee montoya's story through five different volumes then i kind of had to research like when he appeared when they appeared when they were written uh, what order they should be read in. And it's that great kind of feeling of like, yeah, now it's this book, this book, then this book. Fantastic. And th- that's really great, you know, when you finally get that issue you've been missing and you're like, or oh, when I've been reading older mm. comics, you're like, oh my God, that's the issue where this thing comes from. Mm. Like, holy shit. Like, I'm really excited this year. There's a Mark Wade, uh Captain America omnibus Card. Oh, that'll here. be, that's very um, good. That's but very it has good. my, it yeah. has the first, it took me ages yeah. to figure it out, it has the first comic I ever read in it, which is oh. when uh, Captain America, um he loses his shield and he he swims into the ocean um, and I can't remember how, because I had no fucking clue what I was reading at the time. I just knew it was Captain America. Yeah. And he, um, I remember for some he, it in high school. Yeah, yeah, he drops his shield into the school, uh, into the, to the school, into the sea. Um, and he's like trying to rescue someone and he's, it's just he beyond his reach yeah, yeah. and he loses it the bottom of the ocean. And I never picked up. Like, cause it was a, it was in the camera show, uh, show bag. Yeah. So it was just a one-off issue, and I was like, "Oh my god, Captain America's lost his shield. How do you ever get it back? What's going to happen?" And I was, I was really... Mark Wade. If you could hear that, we'd be very happy. Yeah, it looks yeah. Like for life on comics. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great thing, and I've, I've been forever trying to like figure Thanks out. Next issue, that- Captain America goes <laughs> to block a bullet. Can't get shot and die. Oh so my god! Was the next <laughs> I was really sad because I'd never read any Captain America before. But he goes to like they're like, do you need an umbrella cap? And he's like, don't worry, I've got mine. He lifts up his arm. There's no shield, and he goes, oh. And I'm like, I, oh my god.
1: I, um, I like to think there's a young boy out there or a young girl somewhere. They've picked up there's Nick Spencer Captain America. Oh Jesus! And I go, oh my god, Captain America is a Nazi. <laughs> I, I really need to know what happens next. And it was legit a great run, but I think for me, it's like people who are like, oh my god, what are you doing? I'm like, well, it's comics. And Let's do new things. Yeah, it's age, it's
0: really. it's a it's a tough thing. I think let's tell new stories. What I, what I found really interesting. This is I don't yeah. know. This is a bit meta here. Maybe I don't know what it is, but I found I've not that my collections not ever going to end because there's always going to be more good comics to read. You know, yeah. as like as per Tom King, Squirrel Girl, and that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think my era of mainstream, really mainstream superhero comics in terms of what I like to read is over because. Yeah. And I think it's just because... And it's not their fault, but because superhero comics get so cyclical. Like, when, when I first got into comics, it was just after Siege had happened. It was Heroic Age. And I was like, oh my god, I need to know everything that led up to this. But after that, I I've, I've, I've finally got all those events. But I'm like, I don't really feel like picking up, like, all the other events that I've missed because they didn't, they haven't affected me in the same kind of way. And I've essentially got... A big kind of how Grant Morrison's done a big yeah, DC universe yeah. story, and I'm happy yeah. with that. Like yeah. because of the way Bendis has done it, and all the yeah. events that have spun off that, I'm kind of just like Bendis. I, have, yeah, I just kind of like have a big Marvel
1: universe yeah. story, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just happy with this. Like I don't need to keep buying. I think for me, it's like there's been a, there's definitely more. I feel like it's the cyclical nature of comics, and mm. there's more of a focus on iconic variants of characters, you know, for new readers mm. and like ties with movies and stuff like that. Um, I think it's just one of those paradoxes where it's great (laughs) for like the Batman animated series or the Superman animated series. I don't know if it works quite as well because for me it's like my favourite DC series or is Era is the uh, period in the 90s, right? You got Wally West Flash and yeah. Rain and Green Lantern, and it's like people are not so fond of the electric Superman, but I'm now I love that. And it's handled so it's like when you read Morrison's mm. JLA, the characters are always going through these like crazy changes. Yeah, and I think it's like we now live in the brand new day era of comics. Yeah, right, way where it's like, no, Spider Man shouldn't be married, back with Satan. All right, it's all cool. Our, our brand property is he's a single guy just like you. Yeah, and yeah, but I think for me, you lose the historic, his, you know, it's like if you read the Ditko run it's like he grows and he graduates mm. and he goes to uni he changes as a character even in that and people can debate endlessly whether or not you know because you he does sort of become Archie when John yeah. Romita takes over and everyone <laughs> becomes really gorgeous yeah. <laughs>
0: um
1: for me it's like reading Spider-Man you know up to that point is like he'd actually be through all this stuff he would changed he'd done things and the Marvel heroes could grow in that way the way mm. the DC heroes always struggled to do yeah and it's like we've completely lost that so it's like now we have like timeless iconic and i think it's like one of our friends actually stopped reading marvel with secret Wars. it was like well i just read the end yeah yeah that's exactly and in a way it is yeah because there's, there's something to be said for having these having it be more iconic like the guardians of the galaxy mm. are my best example of that because it's just like you've got the core team and they just do their shit yeah and it's like hey you can see the movie and at the same time it's like for me the the sense of history isn't really there yeah no i, know. I think that's the really tricky thing with comics is that you don't want to be
0: beholden to the history and forever yeah. in service of it because then otherwise yeah. you pause, yeah. but you can't jettison it completely because otherwise people feel like they don't matter. And I think that was like the big error with like, say DC's New 52, yeah. is that they made it feel like so many stories oh didn't matter. Oh my God, matter. the, and then the then button I,
1: is happening, oh, like next issue of Batman, that's like so Batman's so investigating in the mystery of Watchmen, oh, and Tom King's writing it. Isn't this, this, course, this is the most I'm amazingly it. awful thing King ever. Tom King might be writing a New Gods
0: book, which is wonderful. Well, images, that would be fantastic. Which, so, which would be amazing, great. And I think, and yeah, it's... It's like that, say like um like with the X-Men, like yeah. you get some amazing yeah, you get it's just I think for me it's always the feeling that stories matter and I think um you know if you read a story and you feel like it's not gonna matter in the long run, you like and especially if the writer knows it, it just feels it's just crap and you're like, Why yeah. why, why am I doing this? Whereas I think um the reason DC has what theoretically it should have and they've kind of flipped yeah, back and yeah. forth wildly between this compared to Marvel's so they have their legacy characters so you can actually they'll never grow Batman like Batman's yeah. never going to be like well I've resolved all my issues and now I'm I'm fine with being Batman you know whatever like Look, really, he can I, grow a bit but uh, you've got Dick Grayson right and Dick Grayson you can actually chart him from when he's a young kid yeah, to you yeah. know like he's an adult and all the emotions and experiences yeah. that go along with that and yeah. that's really good whereas because Marvel you know, kind of don't really have legacy in the same way that DC does, it can be really hard, and I think that's why there's been a bit of pushback because they've kind of been trying to introduce legacy, which is good in some ways, but if you don't do it the right way, people pushback really like like i don't like i think like Jade's, i think jane foster being thor lot. is really good because yeah. she has yeah. a long connection to that and there's all this other new interesting stuff that can happen with it yeah. whereas it's saying like oh here is you know like random character but x they're, and they're, the they're new doing bar. it
1: well with they're doing it well with wolverine yes i really right, everyone's yeah, sort of yeah exactly right it. so yeah i actually really like that and i think it's weird that that jerk was recently so, and i don't want to hit on a mindless bandwagon yeah. i'm being too much of a jerk yeah. myself now <laughs> i'm um, it's like the whole idea is well. Maybe people are sick of diversity. It's like, well oh, that no, was terrible. Yeah. I, maybe they're sick of your product being ridiculously overpriced for fuck all. Yeah, well, exactly. Maybe right? there's maybe there's more that could be the issue. Yeah, because I, guess- I feel like comics are better than they've ever been.
0: Yeah, I think so, and I think they, uh, you, yeah, you're 100 percent right with that. I think John, I, it's just um, there's al- there's always going to be comics that won't work, and there'll yeah. be. I think part of the thing is yeah. like it's like um, you you have to accept that there'll be some comics that are diverse with either by the by creators or yeah. characters or whatever that won't be good, yeah. and that's okay. But the idea is that you know it's like um, yeah. oh, it's like what is it like the the, bay- the bayonetta thing where it's like it doesn't matter that bayonetta is a very sexy lady and that's like that. The idea is that you should have enough female characters that bayonetta like people don't look at bayonetta and go why are women like this in video games there should be a huge spectrum so yeah if there's diverse comics that are crap that's fine because there'll be diverse comics that are good you don't want to say like well we launched one diverse comic yeah. and people didn't like it so diverse comics just don't work yeah, and it's bro, like we well tried. no like we tried because look at miss marvel miss marvel is amazing in every conceivable yeah. level like yeah, you know yeah. and it's a bestseller and marvel have turned her into this huge thing because yeah, she's been yeah. a bestseller and it's been a, an amazing impact so there'll be some stuff that doesn't work but just it's like mm. look at uh, any any early comics creation or any early history like look at the x-men you know like you read the giant size uncanny, and they kill off a bunch of characters in the first bit, and you know they slowly work out what's going to work in the team, and then you get the characters that stick around, and yeah. it's only by giving them that chance. Like Wolverine's only iconic because he's been given a chance, he's been and he's developed been worked extremely on. well. Yeah, whereas I think. Um, I th- uh, movie Bob did a great um, little video on Luke Cage basically being like it took about 40 years for Luke Cage to end up where he is because he's like you know like, like it was only only really in the 2000s with Bendis of all people yeah. who brings Luke Cage on and kind of like finds that good middle ground between you oh. know like not not blaxploitation but you know kind of like not disregarding his you know his I'm cover. never going to be
1: ready to read another Bendis comic <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just not I just he writes the most everyone's like hey no, we're just the, we're blasé about our action there are no stakes in this story <laughs> hey yeah gritty, gritty and <laughs> realistic I use I look at read my realistic dialogue and and, 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 and be bored that's like oh Bendis. man I feel like bored ben- like Bendis well really. I I yeah. think
0: I think I think uh, without getting on too much news, yeah. I think Bendis is when Bendis is passionate about a project I think oh. he does really well like Alias is fantastic I think when Alias he is I think when he gets told that like Oh, hey, Bendis, you have to do something. Like, I felt like his X Men run. I was like, I feel like he's just like, well, what would be a good change? Okay, this will change stuff, but like, he doesn't. He's not doing the change with respect to like, like, well, what's happened with the X Men in yeah. terms of we were talking yeah. about stories like not working. What's happened with the X Men at Marvel is just like it's just killed me. Like, do you mind if I spoil it for you? Are you
1: okay with that? Um, because it's like okay, because a different movie studio yes. has the rights. Oh, I so know that's so everything's like. Hey, you know what's really cool? In humans, there you are. Yeah, that's a. Lo- I think it's because uh, Marvel. The,
0: don't want to kill their own cash I really like remember. that they
1: brought back the original X-Men just as kids I think that's a fine conceit because uh, I read a bit of Rocket's, um Cyclops series that was great was just like, I'm dealing with the fact that my it's future amazing. self is kind of a cunt
0: uh, but also like let's have Star Wars adventures and I yeah, was like wow yeah. that's great well done Craig yeah. Rocker. I know, I'd expected to hate that book and I thought it was wonderful but um, yeah. did, can I spoil the end because of it the it for record. you yeah go for it alright so basically it turns out that um, and spoilers, obviously, for the end of IVX. No. Uh, Emma Frost back- goes back to being a villain, essentially, oh, no. which really upset Aww. me because... Um Basically, it turns out Cyclops had died like earlier, and Emma Frost had created a giant psychic projection to basically convince everyone that Cyclops died for their sins to save them against the inhumans. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm doing it because Scott would want it this way. But it's super frustrating because I think.
1: How's that villainous? uh, Oh, well, well, basically, she. Oh, I can't remember exactly
0: what happens, but she does a whole lot of other dickery on top of it. Like, it's. And and essentially at the end, it's like Emma Frost wearing Magneto's helmet, and she's like, I am a villain. And I'm like, Oh, God.
1: Uh, If she actually said that as a line of dialogue, (laughs) I would have loved that Almost. I would have loved that. I'm uh, a villain now. Look at my villain helmets.
0: I know. But it's just really frustrating yeah. because I think, like, Emma yeah. Frost is one of those great characters Is yeah. because it's what, she's, she's one of those few characters, or not few, but she's one of those great characters that only work in the tradition of western comics where over a period of different creators yeah. over dif- many years yeah. she's evolved consistently yes. but she's yes. changed and it's and like yeah. so Emma Frost well not now I guess but Emma Frost say at the beginning of uh, Ka- uh Kieran Gillen's run which is one of my favourite albeit you know very cut short X-Men runs yeah. her uh, versus say at the at when she first appears in Claremont's run it's you know it's the same character and you yeah. look if you can look back to say yeah. how did she get from there to there it makes sense and that's really good and the fact that they're just like oh we're out of ideas we better make Emma Frost a, um, a villain now i yeah. just yeah. like oh it,
1: like you said it's like that brand new day setting where it's like how, here's well, the original uh, idea She's a my, villain I really <laughs> loved a line in um, in uh, Neil Gaiman's Marvel 1608 mm. it's, like, it's <laughs> like where the like the 1608 version of the thing is talking to Mr. Fantastic yeah. saying will you ever be able to cure me and Reed's like well I think it's unlikely because the universe has a bias towards stories and you're more satisfying the way you are
0: yeah I don't
1: have you read did you read um, Kieran Gillen's Journey into Mystery run I haven't actually read very much Kieran Gillen I think a little, a little <sighs> I think bit. you would really enjoy him he's really fantastic yeah. he's i can't yeah. he's, he's a, a star bit wars like a, writer now isn't he yeah he was he wrote darth Vader. oh well, um, in that case i love him yeah yeah he's and his X-Men uh, 1 was
0: his Men one was really good but unfortunately might in like yeah. three crossovers and then he just left the book um yeah. but he was one of the first people i think since graham morrison to really try and inject a lot of new characters and into the x and, yeah. and try and do stuff um which was really good i do
1: find the city of the conservatism in terms of characters rather than it's actually yeah there is back uh, I, I can't say it's universal because Marvel mm-hmm. does mix it up. Yeah. Like the current Avengers are just weird and it's like, yeah, I yeah. like that. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's, um, but yeah, but sorry, I was going to say, like, yeah, Kieran, Kieran Gillen's um, really fantastic, but his Journey into Mystery run, um, I don't, I won't spoil it for you because yeah. I'll, i when it comes out in Omnibus Formula this year, I'll lend it to you, but there's a, it's a really great, um, kind of very meta bit, um, because it's about Kid Loki. Didn't he K- write the Loki ongoing?
1: Yes. he. he I so really He wrote, wrote
0: the Journey into Mystery Loki, um, yeah. and then, uh, young Avengers, and yeah. Loki's story was finished in Agent of. I've read. Which I've, yes, is yes, I've read
1: Agent. I've also read some Young Avengers. Oh, cool.
0: Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah. there's a great bit where Loki's is kind of like young Loki, who isn't old Loki, which is an, an important distinction later on. Um, he's very different Loki, but he basically is just kind of like, why does everyone keep thinking I'm the villain? And there's a bit where this um, crow, which is essentially acting as a speaker house for Marvel Comics, is yeah. just like, well, look, like everyone expects you to be this way. Um, there's no way you're going <laughs> to change because that's how it's always been, and it's always going to well, be. What if I was in a boy band? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> which, is, which is what, which is what I really like because it's that kind of yeah. thing. And he's like,
1: no, but I want to change,
0: and yeah. like, change is really good. And they're like, yeah, you might think that, but like, it's just ultimately, it's not what everyone wants. He played
1: with an agent of Asgard because that was Pat's stories. Yeah, because like, Loki reannounced himself as essentially the goddess of stories at one point. Yeah, that was good. was a lie story, yeah. and that was really fun. But of course, Secret Wars just you know oh. crashed into that series like a train. As yeah, it did with so, so many so others. So many of them. I really enjoyed the um, vote Loki, which was very, very short. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't read that yet, but I was issues, part of but that was fun that was fun because he just he becomes female because he's, he's testing whether or not this will appeal to sock <laughs> arms <laughs> so yeah, just, yeah, yeah I, I like modern Loki yeah
0: no I think I think and it was really interesting because it was like of all people from about I don't know 2010 to like yeah. 2006 Loki was actually the Marvel character that went through the biggest ongoing arc yeah. and change of all people and it was great because, because he was um Again, like, someone like Emma Frost, because he's not a marquee character, even though he's a, well, no, enough to get people writing him in his own series, but like, you know, he, they could change him, whereas like, um, as with Thor, you can't, you can do a bit with Thor, but you know that ultimately it's gonna end up at the same place, and I think that's like, like with Brewraker's Capron, Cap ends up it starts basically at the same place sorry ends at the same but place but it's a hell kind of a ride to get there Yeah, yeah. and also you get Bucky because yeah. because Bucky is the character that you can develop you get yeah. like so much of the emotional journey is yeah. Bucky's which is well, really, Cap's really amazing Cap's been through some
1: really huge changes as well yeah
0: mm-hmm. well I'm interested to read the Nick Spencer one when it's all I'm, I'm really
1: loving it because Nick Spencer actually has a sense of humour and it comes <laughs> out through the red skull like in one of the recent issues there was a bit where it's like they're, they're watching their country being bombed to hell yeah. <laughs> by S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's like this is going so well <laughs> America's falling for my track. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God. Spencer. Now, I've, now we've lived up to our stereotype. I know. We're very enthusiastic. Let's actually talk about Grendel Let's because talk about I've had a bit of a break, unfortunately, where we've just been busy doing other things. Yes. So, uh, we're up to Christine Spar, I think. Well, I think, we, I think we covered her a little a bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah.
0: So basically, she's the daughter of um, uh, the girl Grendel adopts, no, Hunter Rose adopts, I should say, um, and through... A series of unfortunate events, as Lemony Secker would say. say yes. Yeah, a, a series of unfortunate events. Um <laughs> her son is uh kidnapped and then killed by an ageless uh, ageless kabuki vampire. Sort of,
1: maybe. You don't actually see it happen on yeah. screen, so maybe he's still alive. Maybe as that's vampire, just uh, but you don't know. She's not getting her
0: son back, um yeah. unfortunately. And basically yeah, as it kind of goes along, um, she kind of she turn she kind of realizes she can turn more and more to Grendel to support her in taking down this kabuki vampire. Um and along the way she ends up with a um, with a ta I think it's a taxi driver, is he? Brian Lissong. I can't remember how he gets involved, um, but he's he's, no, the, he's he's
1: her romantic interest. No, he's, um, like, he's the um, he's the he's a producer. That's right. That's right. Yes, he's yeah, the yeah, producer he on wrote, the on the Kabuki. He's thing. the only he's the only member of Evil Kabuki troop that isn't actually evil. Yeah, but, yeah. He
0: doesn't realize it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So basically, um, she goes and tries to you know take out the Kabuki vampire. Um, but it, it the thing I most liked about it actually was Arjun's yeah. still in the picture because he's been paralyzed by Hunter Rose, but because he's an immortal wolf man,
1: he's even like you know he's become me. he's literally become nero wolf yeah yeah he's just like ah. so no um, he's like the armchair detective who's like solving crimes like from his, <laughs> yes. from, his from his cyborg chair yeah, yeah um and so it was it
0: was it was really interesting
1: because it was yeah. very like in terms of
0: typical grandel style it's very dark like it's not like uh because christine she doesn't kill the vampire she fights argent and kills argent no, I think and argent art, kills her the art and starts
1: it. off stylish and becomes uh, mm. progressively what I call lurid Lurid yeah. the different artists I mm. don't think it quite works no I'm not a huge uh, fan I and mean, it's crazy because this was the Grendels. this was your first ever Grendel story after Devil by the Devil by the indeed. no, no. Yeah. is that the one yeah Devil so by the it's, so it's, it's already like hey, okay we did one story with about crime yeah. and Matt Wagner alright now we're going to do 2000 AD
0: yeah and
1: it's like down to the point where Eskimo cab drivers is like an ongoing yeah. plot point <laughs> yes. like this is just it's in the future and they have just some different shit to deal with in this flying car which was on the very first page it's yeah. like slow ad to go back and it's like yeah me too I was like, yeah, yeah, bars, I was like what
0: because yeah it goes from like very gothic New York City it's, it's, to like whoa what it's bright daylight the future, yeah. which is
1: like the 80s but not yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. yeah so it's like it's a, yeah so I think we talked a bit about Christine's bar and it's like it's pretty good it's good but it definitely and feels
0: like the bridge to what we'll get to in Orion the thing that,
1: thing that we really liked about Grendel um, was that it is basically rather than sort of logic or what the next progression should be or like bringing mm. back to the start it was like hey let's just do different stuff yeah, right. And it's like the story of Grendel does meander in weird directions because we go from <laughs> it does. we do go have like this 2000 AD sort of world where like there's almost like judge dread where it's like all the police are one corporation. Yeah. And then have Cyber-eyes. He, he does like a few flashback stories. He does some I really loved his um his side stories like the the there's mm. a little um there's like a police procedural about um about yeah, which, that's which, right, which yeah. barely touches on Hunter Rose. Mm. And then, then we just go into a transitional phase where he's like, you know, well, what about popes? And what what about the future? (laughs) Yeah. What if Grendel was like mass media? And what if fat guys caused the apocalypse by trying to rig a presidential election? Yeah. And what if Grendel was actually an immortal spirit of evil that? Possess certain host, yeah, and that's kind of the direction it evolves in.
0: Yeah, right, and it's, yeah, exactly, and it's it's very kind of um, it's a it's an interesting link how he bridges it because in my head, they're like the my two favorite parts of Grindel, the Hunter Rose stuff, and then the Orion stuff, which is like way like five hundred yeah. you know yeah, years too. in the future. Me too. Um, and so Christine Sp- Spar and Brian Lee's song are kind of like this interesting bridge where, and you can almost like it's interesting watching it because it's like you're watching the creativity happen in real time, where yeah. it's kind of like figuring out okay, so this is like this was going to happen, and I like how he ties up the yeah. the Hunter stuff with you know uh, argent killing christine sparr and christine Spar killing argent and it's yeah. kind of like a very it's a very grand ending where it's like oh well i kind of feel like like mm. she killed an enemy but she didn't kill the real person she wanted to kill and what she kind she of killed maybe start- one of the good guys from
1: like hey i'm trying to sort of rescue my son to so like you know murder cops because they're cops yeah yeah and it's just like yeah. oh wow and yeah. like
0: you and you start to see her kind of like drive insane and then the brian lee song one which is again like which is her lover, which gets really creepy because the way it's framed for him is like you hear, you read the Grendel, like, thing speaking. It's like he's going
1: insane and he's hearing Grendel's voice. Yeah. And his decision at the end is to kind of stifle Grendel by almost committing suicide by cop. Yeah, yeah. To sort of stop the Grendel virus here.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because Matt, very sensibly, I think, never really gets into the nitty gritty of 100% what Grendel is. Mm -hmm. Like, is it like Grendel can be both? Um, it's, it's, like, yeah, it's a bit like it's a bit like the Force. Like instead of saying Grendel is midi chlorians, I would like, love that. If yeah, were just, if <laughs> really amazing. Grendel microscopic
1: bacteria in your monster. You've got some microscop. They're, they're all little Grendel yeah. faces. You've got yeah, more so.
0: Grendel readings than Hunter Rose. What? <laughs> um, you know, like, craziness. But was, he was conceived entirely by Grendel. <gasps> um, you know, I think I, I was sensing a lot of pain. From yeah, your yeah. Yes. So I think, uh, like, obviously, yeah. it's it's like the Force where you know something's there. Like, it's not yeah. it's not just. A figment of someone's imagination yeah but it's kind of really vague and and, and that lets them play with it a lot as well because as you say like basically there's this really it's almost hallucinatory because it happens very quickly in the way it's all drawn and let yeah. the kind of bridge from um the, the near future of like you know 2050 or whatever to like the far future of 2500 and there's yeah. like they like you said the guys try to sell granola and there's a nuclear war in there and it all goes mm-hmm. to hell, but then
1: it's like the Catholic Church turns out to be super important, and there's yeah struggles and yeah exactly. Yeah. So
0: we end up in a in a future in like twenty five hundred. Well, or whatever. like they,
1: they flirt with a Mad maxi sort of world, yeah, yeah, briefly, and then it sort of settles down, and we're back to a more sort of really, really sort of shitty future fantasy. Yeah, so not not quite two thousand eight. AD. Not quite, but it's, I yeah, think yeah. it's there. It's
0: a bit like, it's like Blade Runner where it's kind of like, it's the future. And but this is like shit.
1: this keep in mind, this is all a Grendel ongoing series because like, yeah. they go back and he, Matt Ranthon does the Hunter Rose stuff later. Mm. And for, so it's like you get your Christine Spa, you get some side stories, you get the third Grendel, mm, who's uh, the yeah. one that's yeah. a bit of a dud. But, and that's that's another really, yeah. The art he also
0: has the lamest mask. He does. He his hand sewn mask and like,
1: Beth. And it's like if you were a vigilante in real life <laughs> yeah well, I like, came up with that mask whatever, it's like yeah. you, you can see like vigilantes see their cosplay leveling up <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like well when I was first a vigilante this yeah, is yeah. what I was wearing now I've got better makeup yeah yeah uh, it's like the series does kind of evolve quite okay and suddenly we're just we're in this like 12 issue epi- another epic mm. which is like essentially God and the devil it's amazing and this was us sort of the next incarnation of Grendel which I really enjoyed is yeah. your, your, your insane anarchist Grendel who yeah, won uh, I think it's it's actually, there's a Harlan Ellison short story. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Repent Harlequin, said the TikTok man. No, right. And typical... I'm probably yeah. flubbing that title horribly, yeah. <laughs> but it essentially is about a Harlequin jester figure taking on a totalitarian government oh through my the God. force of yeah. subversive anarchy. And this incarnation of Grendel yeah. definitely takes on... Because this Grendel is essentially because the evil vampire pope... Well, this is the, it's oh, the, This gosh. is the connection.
0: It's the same vampire oh. from from this is, and this is where I think Matt yeah. Wagner's like world yeah. building like is really good because he takes something like oh you know I have a leftover uh, vampire from that story in the like 2050s yeah. and he's like what if I made him the Pope like what like, if okay, okay. Like, like it's just it's so inconceivable that's, like, it what it's like, that's what it's like that's like to read it it's <laughs> like okay this is what we're doing now like and I just like and it's great because again it's like he doesn't tell you so much so it doesn't tell <sighs> oh. you how the vampire became the Pope you just know that the vampire well, is the Pope and if you you're a, just, a
1: vampire been, you can work it out and that's <laughs> It's oh, yeah. great
0: because it lets your own imagination be like, wow, some really weird shit must have gone down for this to happen. Or, like, you know, how do people know he's not like, oh, wow, Cardinal, like, what's his face has been around for a long time? Like, <laughs> what? You know, like, what's going on? You, you, don't, you don't really get how it's happened. And that's what's part so good about it. But I think what's like well in, in this in this story on the novel you've kind of got like yeah. a like a series of three main people right it is
1: because it's like you've got your antagonist not just you've grendel. got the new grendel but the real hero of the story mm. who will in his way become a grendel sort Definitely, of, yeah is um is Orion yeah and it's That's like and I, I love how he's like he starts off this story as well i really want to fight the catholic church by auditing their books <laughs> That's how yeah, I started. So we're really just going to put some pressure on their accounting, <laughs> and we're just going to do it within the law. Yeah, and I can't. It's, like I said, it's been a
0: while since I read yeah. it, but I can't remember his exact position. But essentially, he's oh, a yeah. high up level, not quite bureaucrat, but like yeah. he's someone who's got power within the secular government. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm really like he's yeah. and he's a good guy. He's like I'm really yeah. frustrated, yeah. but then again, in typical Grendel f- fashion, he also has threesomes with his sisters. Of course, um, and, yeah, and that's, everyone, that's a normal thing that. in this world. So it's it's that great kind of thing of Grendel where no one's a real hero because even though Orion kind yeah. of fits that mould of, like, he wants to bring the Catholic Church and he's going to do it, like, you know, the same way you get out, you get out, you know, like, he's like the Untouchables,
1: essentially. He, it is the Untouchables, yeah. and it's like, I think Orion represents the yeah. sort of spirit of, uh, of drive, the determination, the intelligence, mm-hmm. like how he's working with these other guys and, like, a group to bring down the government, but they're kind of morons, so he's like, guys, I'm just out because you're dumb. That's <laughs> yes. you know, basically the conversation he has, <laughs> yeah. is, like, the Grendel spirit is really the spirit of, what um, like Christine Spa sort of talks about whether mm. she adopts it as well is like it is a, there is a force of will from taking on this role yeah and, and I f- Orion definitely has that
0: yeah and i think what's really interesting is that um cuz typically well sorry in the previous Grendel stories Grendel has been not like, well, like we were saying, he's in Hunter Rose, he's just a villain. Like, he's a yeah. straight-up villain. Yeah. And in Christine, she's almost like an anti-villain or maybe a bit of an anti-hero in that, like, she's got much more sympathetic yeah. aims than Hunter. Like, yeah. she, he's just be, he just wants to be a dick. Um, Hunter, he yeah. does <laughs> yeah. just want to be a dick. Yeah, whereas in this one, like, Grendel is, he's not the hero, yeah. but, like, Grendel is the thing that will stop, um, well, the sorry, the vampire pope's plan is to destroy the sun, yeah. and therefore, like, basically, vampires will rule over the Earth. So, Grendel yeah. in Epi Thatcher um, and Orion essentially fall, not deliberately, but kind of the two of them working separately together... Are the people who are going to stop the Pope from destroying the sun? Uh, fair enough. <laughs> which is a, which yeah. is a hell of a story, but it's really interesting because well, Grendel the f- typically isn't a hero, as yeah. it were. Like, well,
1: but he's because Hunter position. Rose is an outright villain. Mm. But it's like every it's like Christine Spar starts off with fairly noble intentions until she's yeah. like, you know, what's great, killing cops <laughs> yeah. just they're copped, because they're cops because authority. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so at the same time, as so Grendel is actually is like an act, becomes a hero. I mm. think. And this Grendel, even though this is the insane Grendel, who yeah. just basically talks constantly and. TV jingles yeah <laughs> um yeah he's a fun character too he's,
0: he's I think he's a good change from because yeah. um, I mean it would have yeah. been very again uh, with yeah. Matt Wagner changing everything yeah. up it would have been super easy just to just have Orion becomes Grendel at night time and is essentially future Batman yeah. but basically <laughs> yes, yes. they basically just make Orion like a crazy good bureaucrat yeah. and then yes. uh, and then <laughs> and then like Grendel is just this crazy he's homeless got to man fucking shit up. Yeah. who like who you know quite memorably like flies into a papal address like on a flying disc and just has it the Pope like and yeah. everyone's like whoa what the fuck I think what's really important that they yeah. have in the w- in the world of Grendel at this point, Grendel is the devil. Like he's a yeah. byword for the devil. Like yeah. quite literally, like you know, the Catholic Church preaches against Grendel. It's not like
1: you know, it's like the seed that Hunter Rose planted has bloomed yeah. into um, something. So
0: so when yeah. the, when Grendel flies in, it's quite literally like imagine if you turned on the Easter address and then some guy dressed as the devil like flew in on a disc and tried to start bur- the Pope starts murdering altar boys <laughs> and steals money. Yeah, you'd be like, oh my god, like what you know? And it's not even yeah. like a guy who's dressed like the devil. It's like the
1: devil himself flies in, you'd be like, yeah. Oh my god. And in the middle of weird. this really shocking. vampire infection spreads. <laughs> yes! And like for it's me like reading my, it, I was like, Okay, very I weird. feel like you've got enough on your plate right now, but let's just have yeah, vampires. The, the, the corrupt around.
0: the corrupt cop who's trying to take down the Pope and then he just gets turned into a
1: vampire and he's like, Oh I'm Team Vampire now. Alright, <laughs> <but laughs> that is it is like when you <laughs> quit, it's like when you rage quit your side and overwatch and then just He's like, just, Fuck this, I'm on Team Vampire now I'm on Team Vampire now. <laughs> and like and Team Vampire starts to spread and that sort of that becomes a really big plot point. But it is The sort of organic, organic nature of vampire. Whereas I'm bored of attacking the Catholic Church. I want to draw some vampires. Yeah, let's do, yeah. So let's do vampires now. It's really weird. Yeah. It's, it,
0: it comes, like, if you, yeah, like, again, like we were saying, if you started reading Hunter Rose, you know, like, in the, in the early mid 80s, there's no way you would have thought, I'm sure this story will end up having a lot of vampires
1: in it. And no, any point, maybe one. Like, you know. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he'll fight a vampire, vampire but like, like, no. Oh, what what <laughs> if it was the future and there were vampires and, yeah. And they all moved to Vegas. Yeah, so, so I think, um, yeah.
0: I, Orion's one is really interesting, but it kind of, it kind of joins into his, um, once, I mean, you know, spoilers, once he and, um, um, Grendel defeat the vampire pope in a kind of quite memorable showdown. Yeah, um, he kind of is kind of left in this weird position of almost ruling the world because he's kind of toppled this huge power yeah. and now he stands on top of it. Well, so it's what's like he, he builds a
1: worldwide empire, and I think those mm. are some of my favourite stories, yeah. it's about six issues. Um. So, like, the story of his rise to power, and he becomes which, Grendel Khan, and course, it's, very, yeah. it's very, it's very consciously great. intended as kind of a Camelot because he's got mm. his priestess, he's got his magician, and it's just random yeah, psychic yeah. Australian. Yes,
0: that's so great, Mani- G'day, g'day, mate. G'day. I'm a psychic. Yeah, I can I'll reach your you mind, and
1: it's not even like you, other- you want me to use my psychic powers <laughs> to take this cocaine to <laughs> South <of> America. <laughs>
0: It's not even like it's not even like other things like say uh, would remind me of like Warhammer forty k where as like yeah. along evolutionary paths there are inevitably a number of psychic like psychic people it's just like no this
1: guy is just he's
0: just one of he's just a psychic he's and Merlin. no one else he's seems the to Merlin of this new
1: Camelot so yeah, it's yeah. like he. Orion builds a new society which is based... It's almost like he's building the chaotic, lawful, evil society. Yeah, essentially. Very, very high emphasis on freedom but lots of violence and death because the Grendels become like Orion's sword. They become his soldiers. Yeah. So it's like you can become a marine and you can sort of simplify yeah. You can join... Uh, <laughs> you can join... A, I really enjoyed this because it seemed very... Um, informed by history in a way. Well, yeah. I felt quite well researched because he was basically telling the story of like almost the journalism of how mm. how a man can run to rule the entire world Yeah, and the setbacks and the tr- the conflicts and the, tr- the truces in his personal yeah. life. And it helps that he's got really like his partner's a really likable character. Yeah. The lady who um who you first see you who know, grows mm. older with him. Yeah, so I really enjoyed those particular stories. I, th- I thought it was, it was it was definitely the time I felt like even though Orion is building like
0: a worldwide uh, dictatorship. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things yeah. where you're like, oh, well, it's a benevolent dictatorship, well, so I save, feel okay. to
1: save humanity, because in the context yeah. of the world, it's like, here's the best sort of thing going. Yeah, and it's, and again, like, yeah. it's really
0: interesting, because Wagner yeah. never, Wagner, Wagner never really kind of Spells out even in subtext, um, kind of what he's necessarily trying to say. he leaves a yeah. lot of up to your interpretation, so you could I could easily imagine some people reading yeah. this and being like no, like iran shouldn't have done this, and it would be better humanity destroy itself than fall under this kind of dictatorship, whereas i 'm kind of more like yay, lawful evil, destroy the vampires. And, like, that's a well, huge that's, thing. The vampires hole up in Las Vegas. Well, it's like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the vampires
1: <laughs> hole up in Vegas, and then, <laughs> then they amazing. become like on the reservation where they're sort of kept alive because no one can quite bring themselves to <laughs> like, a very like,
0: dark sense of humour there. <laughs> like, to like, my, yeah, I know, I'm I know. Like, so, it's
1: like, it's like, it really is just like the further adventures of Vampire Cop <laughs> as he, ironically, becomes the bloated vampire pope he sought to fight. Uh, so and weird. And it's like, yeah, he, become, he becomes so physically Im- so um, physically immobile because he drinks so much blood. <laughs> and he just gets dragged around right everywhere by the vampires. Oh, no, so it's it's like, so I think it is Wagner just doing whatever he wants to do, and that's 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 the fun spirit of this. It is, yeah. And I think yeah. it's,
0: it's great because it kind of ends with like you know Orion having co- essentially conquered the world, and he has no. Um, it ends with Orion getting <laughs> himself I was pregnant. Say, oh, sorry, that's right. <laughs> yes, and, saying, and also all their faces, on, um, also on uh, all their yeah. faces on Mount Rushmore, which I really like, which also has Elvis on it, which I is I So it's like the original four well, plus just, Elvis during Orion the apocalypse. Elvis is one of their best popes, and that's that's. Why everyone remembers Elvis. So I think it's it's amazing how Wagner manages to kind of like <laughs> have these. He has these quite a dark, realistic universe in uh, some ways, but he also manages to slip yeah. a bit of surrealism in there. Yeah. So it's kind of like, again, you know, to, to our favourite punching bag, Batman Superman. Yeah. Like, that's like, like, Grendel is darker than Batman and Superman by a long way. We I mean, not silly. But, but, but that's the thing is that, yeah. like, there's a bit of laughter where you yeah. you chuckle and it helps relieve the tension as you're reading it. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, Elvis yeah. is on Ru- Mount Rushmore. Like, oh, you know, as opposed to Batman and Superman, which is just like, we're very serious, <sighs> serious. No, very silly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's, it's, it's really good and it's great kind of like, it's like reading about a book about Napoleon or something like that because, you know, obviously Orion kills a lot of people, but he's doing it in the service of a noble cause, you know, yeah and and also you get a feeling he has, he has the, um... He has the sun disc, which is the vampire pope's weapon, yeah. which is, like, hugely powerful. Yeah. And so it's kind of like having the, you know, America having the nuke when no one else has it kind of yeah. feeling. And it's great because, you know, if he was really a bloodthirsty rule, he'd just nuke everyone. But yeah. he saves it for, like, one use against Japan, again, of all places. Yeah. Um, and then you know, they're like, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. And then, yeah, um, and then everyone surrenders after yeah. he uses it once. And then he very smartly
1: uh, takes out the essential parts. So he he's has a very lot good. of common, because Orion's actually, he's a smart dude. And yeah, he, smart. he plans quite probably and that's the interesting part to me is that we're even not even in the fucking 90s yet this stuff is so ahead of its time yeah that's crazy um, right? when these originally published and it leads into the final story of the Grendel mm. ongoing series which is um, has Grendel Prime yeah and I love it because it's essentially hey I've done enough 2000 AD I've done enough Mad Max I really want to do some fucking Star Wars yeah yeah, it's- that he has- <laughs> yeah that's crazy <laughs> he has a lightsaber and it's about like the the prince and the sort of taking him away and yeah, being yeah. on the run from stormtroopers yeah yeah and that's it's right, also hey. the same time Game of Thrones because because mm. it is essentially Cersei Lannister yes, is in charge. Of, very and insane yeah and, and the butler and who's the power behind the and, and the butler that's power Amazing. and it's like and I love their this scenes were so much life. fun because she's just so she's I'm insane in and out of and he's like don't worry I'll take care of you and you're like oh Jesus Christ I know and that's she's sad. like playing with her dolls and going just more and more crazy and that ranting about how people people. Oh that's what George R.R. Martin wanted to do in yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> yes. before he lost control of it you just yeah. have Cersei just going like why are you bringing your problems to me <laughs> I'm the queen <laughs> yes. I'll just have you murdered (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's fun it's a really it's a really fun run it's like it's, um, art's fantastic. I art's think fan- it's definitely the, art's fantastic. Very, the best since a bit like, like Queen and Country cartoony but very expressive. Yeah, and it's like well, in many ways, Grendel Prime is is the least interesting because mm. he's just like yeah, I'm just really good he's, at being he's a robot. He's the Terminator, but Grendel. I'm being a robot, not yeah. really, but he's he's quite ruthless, and um, you sort of see hints of his future as well. Yeah, um, well, he's, he's a bit like the yeah. Rucker Punisher, where it's not yeah. so much about him; it's about how
0: people react around him. So it's like yeah. the fact that he's yeah. um, the fact that you know he's an unstoppable killing machine, yeah. and he's coming. For you, it's like his effect on the characters is what yeah. you're interested. In. You know, his he's, effect on because he's you know, the custodian team. of yeah. Orion's
1: heir. Yeah, who is you know, who, it's I and mean, it's like it, this is a bit like Three Kingdoms, where it's like mm. the kingdom you know must divide, divide must unite. Yeah, yeah. We've had some order, let's have some chaos, and yeah, like, yeah. that all train people to be really good at order. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I feel like it's like uh, Grendel Prime does not. Sort of end well, like because if you read some of the later stories, he's just like murdering kids for power. Yeah, and yeah, like, the, that's legit a thing he's doing. Well, yeah. So, well, so yeah. di-
0: just just to make ba- yeah, the, yeah. the basic outline is like Orion yeah. dies, and then obviously, like you know, he's dead, and yeah. because it because obvi- and you know Wagner is smart enough to realizes that the, the double edged sort of a strong dictatorship is when that leader goes, everything is fucked. Like you know, oh yeah. Alexander the Great. Yeah. Um. And so basically, o- Orion, however, is a smart guy. He knows this. Um, so basically, he sets up a, the Terminator version of Grendel. He's one of his most loyal gen- generals, and makes him the perfect Grendel yeah. um, to protect his young son. And so his young son, he, to basically Grendel Prime kidnaps the yeah. son, as it were, and takes yeah. him around the world. And it's great because it's also part of Orion's plan to tr- essentially train him up, yeah. rather than having him being like you know a palace kind of you know silver spoon fed yeah. uh, monarch. He was yeah. a guy who have had real experience, who had to earn his place um, as a Grendel Khan. Yeah. And so when it ends with um, with uh, Jupiter. On the throne, you're kind of like, I've got the feeling that everything's going to be alright. And then, now. and everything's <laughs> going to be
1: alright. <laughs> yeah, and it's like,
0: uh, you know what, Grendel Prime? I think you're getting him a beautiful friend. That was like, a good Star Wars <laughs>
1: ending where he has the ultimate weapon now, everyth- and they tied up all the loose ends because it was the last issue of the Grendel yeah, ongoing issue right, 50. Yeah. So they kind of. Well, it's Grendel like, Prime has
0: a lightsaber as well, by the way. He to does. That's the Star a Wars He is yeah. just
1: running around fighting stormtroopers with his lightsaber, which is amazing. So <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like I feel like he just wanted. It was like Matt Wagner just wanted to draw stuff that was cool, and he yeah. did. And he drew lots of cool stuff, and they even deal with like vampire fat dudes. Yeah, they you close know, off the vampires. Yeah, they, well, which they is just great. basically they just basically just wrapped up loose ends. Like, well, that's kind of the end of it. Um, yeah, and that's where that's sort of.
0: It's where the comic series ended for a long time. Apart in, in yes. terms of the Grendel continuity from start to there's finish, there's the non
1: canon non canon Grendel tales. Yes, uh, which we haven't read. But no. um, Matt Wagner says aren't canon.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they're coming out in an omnibus lady this oh, year, so we can revisit them. Yeah, they yeah.
1: finally reprinted uh, them. It's like the, this is, the this is basically the point where he they revisit Hunter Rose, and we get the black and white short stories, mm. and we get like all these different creatives coming in and doing some really cool Hunter Rose yeah. stuff. Um, we've had the amazing Batman-Grendel crossover. Yes. And then the significantly less amazing uh, uh, Grendel <laughs> second one. <laughs> which has Grendel
0: Prime in it, which is kind of like, oh, yeah. and the, But it does have the fantastic, uh, well, sorry, later on we get that fantastic Greg Rucker novel, which is yes, and there's the, a, yeah, um, the only canon yeah. Grendel that's not written by Matt Wagner, I think, which is... Uh,
1: yeah, I think that's about right. Which is amazing. It has yeah, yeah. great
0: interior, like well, kind Wagner of... Wagner
1: does the art for it. He, he does, does it, these yeah. great illustrations.
0: But, um, but yeah, Matt... Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Greg yeah. Rucker's uh, writing was really good because it starts yeah. off... Um, basically, it's the story of an ancillary character from Grendel Prime, who's the bodyguard of um, one of Orion's sisters. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's kind of like her journey to find... To find honor in being a Grendel again, because she was a Grendel, but it turns out actually everything went to shit. Uh, Jupiter got murdered. Yeah, by he his had lover. really bad
1: choice in ladies, and he got yeah. murdered, and then everything kind of went came shit again. Yeah, and so
0: the and like I said, it's yeah. very three kingdoms. Everything's broken apart, so it's not so broken apart. People know who Grendels are still. Yeah, but like and that they're, they're not to be fucked so she's, with. She's but, on yeah. her
1: devil quest to find Grendel Prime. When she finally finds him, he has his own quest to become more perfect as a Grendel by yeah. losing the last bits of his humanity. Yeah, and basically and ends up being metal,
0: metal Gear Grendel. Oh God, he, yeah, he becomes. <laughs> A cyborg literally
1: fights Metal Gear. Yeah. Thank you so much, Greg Rucker. Thank you so much for this. It was amazing. And then he rips out a bad guy's spine, and that's basically that. That's our novel Yeah, and it's it's oh, really, it's really so good.
0: It's really good, and it was it was great yeah. because um yeah, uh, Greg Rucker does an amazing job of touching on. Pretty universal. I can't imagine
1: Greg Rucker just making anything worse. It's just like, well, this was a really great great series. Let's finish with some Greg Rucker.
0: And I started off thinking, oh, Susan, whatever. I don't really care about her, like, at at all. And then uh, by the end, I was like, I'm really invested in her character. Like, she was really good. And it was that great kind of, you know, in a world where Honour means essentially nothing, and everyone thinks your honour is shit. What's yeah. the point of like being honourable? This is a bit like it's Matt Wagner going, hey,
1: you know what's cool? Japanese shit. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like, what if the Grendels were like samurai? Let's do that for Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. That's great. I mean, there's yeah. lots
0: of great fight scenes and betrayals and stuff like that. It was, oh it was oh lot, my god, it was a great. It was, it was a lot was, of fun. It was a
1: good. It was the last one I read. It was a good little finish to my, yeah. very, very, very long Grendel Odyssey well, as I got my way through this. Well, sorry,
0: and then there was... That's right, no, sorry. There was Devil Quest, which is at the end, which is Prime's quest to find... Hunter Rose, ah, this is why the way it's which po- is The way it's collected weirdly. is interesting because you yeah. can
1: read it either in chron- the way it's mm. written or in chronological order, because Devil Quest, not Devil Quest... Uh, Devil Quest, the one where
0: he, It's the one that Batman Grendel is part of. Oh, uh, yes, no, no. The I'm thinking, very last one. I'm
1: thinking of Behold, Behold the Devil. Behold the Devil, which is the, yeah, yeah, the, the Hunter the hun- Rose one. That's though. the Hunter Rose one, because that's like that's like Matt Wagner running, to the, returning to Hunter Rose yeah. and doing like a capstone to the series, which has a really great... Um, an extended montage sequence mm. where Hunter Rose sees his future legacy and then yeah. goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like like that's gonna happen yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm too special for that because
0: yeah. like Hunter Rose whereas um, no Devil Quest is yeah. the one that kind of it ends on a weird note of like because um, it's just people hunting down like Grendel Prime again way more into the future so it's yeah. like another 500 years and yeah. everyone's he's just kind of this weird legend um, and it's
1: like he's on a weird quest to recover like the skull of Hunter, Hunter Rose, Rose which sort of which can- he does in
0: which he tries to do in Batman Grendel 2 yeah. and then yeah he just kind of he comes back at one point and he lands on this guy and just kills him and drives off into the sunset and it's like and that's the end I was like okay that's interesting. I'm
1: glad that the Batman crossovers are definitely canon. Um, yeah,
0: that's so great. Yeah, I'm but leaving seem- my
1: universe to be in a different publisher's title, and now I'm going back to my <laughs> universe. It's basically what he does. Yeah, it,
0: yeah it's, re- it's, a, it's amazing. Um, yeah,
1: and It has gorgeous painted up by Matt Wagner, is. and it's like, there's a, it, there's an emphasis on little short stories, and it's just like, yeah. there are little, you see, there are lots of little short stories about people mm. through the series, but yeah, then we're kind of, we've got a really good Grendel Shadow, shadow crossover. That's great. And it's crazy, because we've had all the weird future stuff, and it's just like the last few years, it's been like, hey, Hunter rose let's go back to the beginning yeah and that's been fleshed out more i think Mm. than the rest of it
0: i think so i think i definitely feel like i wouldn't be so i would be look i think the way it's all put together is that matt wagner could essentially do more stories for any character at any time and it wouldn't feel weird like if he said oh like here's orion's childhood in a graphic novel like he would make it would fit you know or here's something about christine Spire that you didn't know i suspect that's probably
1: why hunter rose is probably the best realized character is because it's later work he knows because he's done more on it Mm. Christine Spa because there's occasionally when there's talk of a Grendel movie it's been about the Christine Spar character weirdly, Really, weirdly that's yeah. very weird cause well because of the immense popularity of that run because it was where that was Grendel for people it's the
0: cynical part of me that's just like you guys just like Grendel but you want sexy Grendel you want to have your cake and eat it too it's like I really want Grendel but I want her sexy. I love how you're just know, so you want sexy <laughs> Grendel,
1: don't you? Yeah. Don't you? Isn't well, Hunter Rose sexy enough for you? Come on. I'll remember that for your next Bucks <laughs> Night <laughs>
0: <please>. <laughs> No, there won't be another one, John, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, um, I uh, think, I th- oh, yeah, I don't know why they pick her, because she's, hon- yeah. she and Brian Lee's song are honestly my least, oh, least favourite like
1: Keep in mind, it's, it's quite self-contained, and it's a bit, yeah. you can tell a story about legacy. Yeah. Um, and she can have sexy, sexy, stupid yeah. sexy Grendel.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm I I yeah I'm just like oh I don't know I wish she would kept Hunter Rose's original outfit It feels a bit weird that she has like the the cut top and I'm like why would you do that I don't understand why would you do that like you to obviously because I'm a female Grendel yeah it I like a, I like, a like a a big big color. Color. her big collar her big collar's quite cool, cool. um yeah I was like ah. <laughs> but um but yeah. yeah I definitely think in terms of if I, if I was to rank the Grendels I would probably go um Hunter Hunter definitely is the best slash my favorite just because he's just that he's like that concept yeah. that just keeps on giving like. Yeah. Yeah, no matter, and because, and because he exists in a very nebulous kind of, like, period, like, he's just like, I'm a crime lord in the 80s, and because yeah. Matt Wagner's, he's written enough of his story that you know what happens, but it's not like, here's what Grendel did on this day, on this day, on this day, yeah. like, there's always more stories you could tell with, yeah. like, with Hunter Rose, um, and then probably Orion's the ne- my next favourite one, because he just, he turns the Grendel-like thing on its head in yeah, some ways. Yeah, Orion's great. And he's definitely the most heroic, I think, of all the characters, in yeah. terms of... He I mean he's the hero of his own story as opposed to Hunter Rose who's just the villain. Oh I would story. read
1: 12 issues of Orion doing paperwork and yeah. <laughs> lodging forms yeah. to frustrate his enemies. And
0: it's great because there's like a great bit in in the Orion series where it's like I'm pretty sure it's, they, they kill his they kill his sisters and it's just like he's like well now it's personal you know like it's that kind of like before i was just bringing you down because i hate you know i hate dictatorship and he's like but now you really fucked me over and i'm going to i'm going to like you know no, not my I'm gonna sexy- audit the shit out not, of you
1: not my sexy sisters yeah, you're going uh, it so hard yeah
0: like a canberra story okay. <laughs> <laughs> i know so i do i love i think and orion orion's yeah. like hunter Rose. like he's a really sound concept yeah. is like what if napoleon and genghis khan like were also in the world of grenal in to, 2500 you're just like oh wow like that goes and he was fighting a vampire pro that go like like that concept goes forever so yeah you can always you can always have more and more in that world um and then i feel like i prefer epi the crazy grenal a bit more to grenal he's fun he's, fun. Yeah. he's interesting yeah. like when he's on screen i'm like oh yeah let's see more of what he can do and then probably Grendel Prime, and then Christine, and then sorry, yeah, Brian. That's a
1: pretty, I think that's a pretty universal ranking.
0: Brian's a pretty yeah. I think Brian's a bit of the lame duck Grendel.
1: Well, he's like he's intended that way, but yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. just
0: like oh, um, and yeah. I don't I don't get the love for Christine because for me, Christine is basically like Hunter Rose zero point five. Like it, even yeah. though she's moving forward, it feels just like. I'm just getting the shit version of Hunter Rose like yeah you know whereas I think I'm a
1: bit more impulsive
0: yeah and I think what's really interesting about the best Grendel characters like Orion and Hunter is Mm. that they have that that Grendel drive and will to just be like I'm going to do this fucking thing and it's like usually a crazy goal like on my own I'm going to become a best selling author and take over the crime world of New York or I'm going to conquer the world and take out a vampire pope you know like those kind of incredible goals and it's always really interesting to see how far Mm. their will will carry them to that goal whereas Christine's one is just starts off as why I want to get my son back from a vampire and then it kind of and then it just like oh, i'm just going to Go crazy, yep.
1: and you're yeah. like, "Oh, okay, yeah. like sure, you know, like all right. All right. I'll forget about the vampire and I'll just go crazy." Yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So we, I had, a, I really enjoyed. Re- thank you, and I think we've got that really good Grendel art book. So it's like yes, the end of it, the amazing. legacy, because it's just this is a lot of comics. And it's a lot of very it's different. Like Thirty comics. years, of, it's a lot. Yeah, many, many so years. it's like, yeah, well done, Matt Wagner, for just doing lots of really weird, different comics and having lots of pretty pictures. Yeah,
0: and look, I, I yeah. think it's um, people like some people have said on the blows, you know, Grendel is a testament to creativity. And I really think so, because it's yeah. just I can't think of many other creator owned comics that have gone on that long that have had that much change in them. Like you've got stuff like, you know, Savage Dragon and Invincible and The Walking Dead that are certainly long running. We uh, should
1: definitely do Savage Dragon. Yeah, I time. I
0: gotta read that at some point. Um yeah. or even like Spawn and stuff like that are long running creator owned comics. No no. But it's, what I'm sorry I'm saying is that these are long running yeah. creator and comics but yeah. they haven't really strayed too far from their base. Whereas yeah. Like Grendel is like if someone said you know sell me on Grendel you'd be like well what do you like do you like crazy sci-fi stories do you like noir do you like you know like mystery because it kind of just covers everything and I'm 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 amazed that Wagner is
1: not that he's not I want to see a Grendel Mm. series which is just like a shoujo romantic comedy (laughs) that's the next notice me Grendel son (laughs) if if, if, yes if notice me Grendel son I would kill all
0: these people for you. It's like, it's not like, you you know, I even wanted to kill them for you. Parker. <laughs>
1: Parker, Yes! I, mean, I think that's the logical evolution of Grendel, and that's what oh. we really want to see next. Well, you,
0: you know the, like the the various, like, Dere tropes, like Sundere and Yandere? Yes, I do. Yeah, well, Yandere is Grendel, essentially. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, you're just killing people to love me, you know? <laughs> like kind of, and Arjun, like, no, why haven't you noticed me, Arjun Senpai? I killed all these people for you. Um, so oh. I think that'd be really interesting. And Grendel's yeah. art, well, given that Grendel started as a kind of pseudo-manga style, hey, it's, if, it's if, what, if
1: Walt Simonson can just draw manga as he kinda of proved in the Judas coin, just to go, like, Hey <laughs> yes. I am Walt Simmons and look what I can do. Yeah, I know. But, but Matt Wagner, come on, I wanna I wanna see your yeah. show I wanna see Grendel High.
0: Yeah, and look I think um I think not that Matt Wagner isn't protective of his ca- characters, like you know, yeah. in terms of he's very careful of who he lets work on them, but yeah. I really kind of applaud his ability to just basically be like, Yeah, let's just do crazy shit and not be safe, you know, like, he, like he could, how, we could always to, be safe yeah, but he I never have to read
1: Mage now to see how it fits in because I thought Mage is always I haven't read it yet, but I think mm. it's more that is more... Definitely.
0: Debating. I think so, whereas Grendel was kind yeah. of like, hey, I had this really fucked up idea. Um, and it was really interesting because um, I think we were um, we were almost on the money um, in terms of him creating um, uh, Grendel because, hold on, sorry.
1: Excuse me, i Oh, gosh, we have to refer to the bookshelves in yes, the Nerd Cave. Very, well, my dear, wonderful, wonderful combinations of friends,
0: um, Jess and Ben. Oh, that's a gorgeous uh, her, Yeah, look, and look, it's signed... Signed by Matt oh, Wagner. Oh
1: my god, he's um, doing a drawing. Yeah.
0: Um, ah, but, but, ah. It, but in the introduction, yeah. um, what does he say? He said something like he went to see um, Salvador... Um, no, sorry, Vincent Price, sorry. He says, several years before this, I'd been fortunate enough to attend an on-campus lecture given by the unforgettable Vincent Price, who spoke of the vital role of villains in the world's greatest literature. He expounded on the cleverness and cruelty of those infamous bastards, and he made a point of how attractive they often were, how valuable beauty was often draped over the darkest of souls. It's only now years later that I realize what an effect that evening's events had had, had had not only on my future, but also on the future of comics in general. And I think like, that nails it 100% when it's just like... It's like, wouldn't it be great if a, if a villain was the was the protagonist? So I yeah, felt yeah. a bit justified. Yeah. that w- Without having read that, we determined Hunter was the villain. Oh, well.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad our critical reading skills. So, yeah, um, yeah. Play. yeah, So
0: And Alan Moore approves of it also in the introduction, because well, he's I'm like, glad. he does things that no one else does in comics, which yeah, is what I mean, we love. I
1: think it's because his art definitely improves just from practice. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Dude. I really need to get myself a copy of the Behold the Devil trade that you've got there. Yes it's, 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 uh, well, you know that's the shadow of, I'm so, like, there's the Grendel shelf here.
0: Yes, I know. And look, that one's, oh my
1: God. You see, now I can't get it because it yeah. won't be as cool. Cause I really, li- I re- I think beautiful my favorite, um, my favorite story I think was Behold the Devil. Um, cause it just, it was sort of almost like a capstone to the series. Yeah.
0: And it's like, even though, kind of, like, retrospectively, Wagner has had, like, Devil by the Deed yeah. done in, um... Yeah. Done in, um... Oh, yeah, there's the great, like, spread page, you yeah, the, the full yeah. stuff. Um, I do feel like I need this. Um, even though in Devil by the Deed, it's retrospectively been done in red and black and white, which is kind of Hunter's, like, go-to colouring now. It wasn't yeah. originally, whereas, yeah. um... um, Oh, is what it? What's this one now? Sorry. Mm. Behold the Devil. Whereas yeah. Behold the Devil is kind of, like... Wagner taking all of the years of Grendel, all of, like, the everything, yep. and then just putting it, like, into and it one thing. it does fill
1: in some of the gaps as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely... It's really frustrating, because like, as it's collected in the Omniverse, it happens at the end of the Hunter Rose volume, yeah. and it doesn't really kind of... You don't really get a lot of what it's referring to, um, whereas if you read it at the end, you're like, oh, wow, like, so kind of, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely... Um, I'd say probably the best way to see if you want to get into Grendel is if on eBay, especially if you live in the US or UK. You can get, um, like $10 copies of the hardcover of Devil by the Deed, and it's definitely worth owning in hardcover and on large art. So I would get that. But if you like that, just pick up the Dark Horse Omnibuses and then um,
1: yeah. read
0: through those and you'll figure out what stuff is meant to be read in what order at some points as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we hope you've enjoyed Grendel. Um, and now John's going to tell well, you what he's going to be doing uh, in the next couple of weeks, right?
1: Okay. So um, as we point out, Alex is getting married and that's why we've been Yay. a bit inconsistent with like, getting our stuff online. We we're like, hey, <laughs> listen to our Logan review. Let's. How many weeks late? Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. So it's like, I'm going to be taking over the podcast and I'm just going to fuck it up as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex will be in Japan going, no, what's happening? i will have to come That's back. in six months'
0: time. That's in six months' time. You're not so, going to have it for six months. Yes. You will have it for six weeks. And whatever yes, whatever. yes. Uh,
1: so, when are you actually going?
0: I'm going. So, I'm going on my honeymoon in yeah. late October through to early December. Oh, okay. But I probably
1: don't need to start next weekend then. No, right? I was
0: going to say, well, you still might want to because I yeah. have, I have obviously, my wedding and then yeah. I have a mini honeymoon just to Melbourne to see Book of Mormon uh, and then... Oh, wow. Oh, wow, very wow, exciting. Wow. And then, yeah. um, but then I also have a house coming through, so I may well quite be busy. Okay, so, so I'm taking this, over the podcast
1: yeah. next week couple of episodes that we've planned. Um, So we've got uh, my friend Jack who writes our theme song and we've got Jay who's the other half of the Rogues Refuge because Georgia is often a guest on the podcast and we're go- because they're both very talented musicians and I'm a music autistic so we're going to essentially have an episode about some of the music of comics and music of comic mm. musicals uh. my plan right now is to make everyone listen to the Superman musical so oh it'll just be us lying around a microphone going why well I'd be re- I'd, I'd be
0: remiss to point this out because yeah. the, the best musical comic I can think of is our Phonogram I don't know have you read or heard of Phonogram no, no. Phonogram as well of all to bring it back wow, from the circle well. Kieran Gillen uh, yeah. it was Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey of Young Avengers Wick Dev fame um, it was their first work together yeah. and Basically, it's set in it's set when it's written, so early two thousands, Britain. Yeah. Um, and it's like, what if music was magic? So it's that great kind of like, oh, what cool. if this metaphor was real? So it's kind of like about um, the first volume they've just yeah. released. Image has just released a collected version of all three yeah. series called the Complete Phonogram. But you can probably get it digitally for a bit yeah. cheaper. Um, but basically, it's yeah, like uh, musicians are wizards, um, yeah. and so yeah, it's musicians about, are wizards. Yeah, yeah. So it's like real life. <laughs> yeah, and so it's about this guy who's kind of you know basically he's a, he's a bit upset about the death of uh, what he perceives to be kind of. British, yeah. Brit pop and British yeah. rock. Um, and it's kind of about him. He has this night out, and ah. he kind of reminisces about like all the memories that this music brings back to him and stuff like that. And about him yeah. kind of, you know, coming to fa- face with the fact that music changes as a, you know, you grow older and yeah. it grows older. Yeah. So if you want to read like a like that, yeah, that is the like best comic reverse, about, like about music. That I guess I I'm think thinking of, of. Yeah. the Umbrella
1: Academy because we definitely oh, like Jared yeah. Way. <laughs> <like> <laughs> <but> <laughs> yes. I don't make music anymore. I write comics. Oh, I'm um, Jared Way. I know, but I, I just feel sometimes. like it's like it is Grant Morrison light, and it is like I'm so emo. It's kind of silly. Oh, I love it. I love the bike parade uh, I, can't, I, I guess it's like I did enjoy it because I, I don't know much about music Alex made me listen last year and the I'm like, wonderful. And like I'm sorry this is just goofy it's very
0: it's very over the top but I, I love that like yeah. it's one of those great things where My Chemical Romance is so committed to the over the, the, the topness that it was it's like it's like watching you know oh. like uh like kung fu movies or whatever when someone's just yeah. like you know like oh my god I have so much emotion about this thing and even though it's kind of like really yeah. on the top because they're committed to it you kind of go along so with it so we're going to do yeah. something
1: relating to music and comics so was yeah. probably more about the music of the Marvel movies which oh, is yeah, yeah. actually kind of good but you can't hear because they don't want you to notice the music it's
0: really weird I, yeah, think, I think we're going to solve mm, these mysteries on the podcast what what really interested me uh, yeah. what makes me think about the Marvel movies music yeah. is um, it's like oh good video game things are yeah. recognisable because when they were originally creating them like Zelda and Mario and all that amazing composers but also they had very little things to work with so you needed to make it like you know yeah. dee, 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 like that yeah. whereas when you've got and it's same with games and movies when you've got now you can have more complex instruments involved they don't come up with anything memorable yeah because they're not forced to come yeah. up with something
1: all right cool so thank you for yeah. listening to us kind of talk yes. about Rindle and kind of not yeah um yeah so we'll just we'll catch you guys soon as soon as we just get organized and yes. get the next episode together
0: <laughs> thank you for sticking with us we'll uh, we'll see you next yeah. time